Hi, this is Yoshua Grunstein, and I'd like to speak to you today about a Parsha we're about to read, the Parsha of Yitro. We all know in the Parsha of Yitro, we have the most amazing description of the revelation at Sinai and the giving of the Torah, an event that any believing Jew must not only believe in, but must take to heart, because the only reason why we are, quote-unquote, doomed by doing mitzvot and by continuing to lead a Jewish lifestyle is because we stood there at Sinai and we obligated ourselves in the entire Jewish lifestyle that God commanded that day. It's an amazing description, but what's more amazing is what happens right before that description. On the holiday of Shavuos, when we read this description on the first day of Shavuos, we don't read this portion, but definitely in the Shabbos in which we read the Parsha of Yitro, not only do we read this description, but the whole Parsha is named after the man who founded it and in many ways instigated it. And that is, of course, Moshe's not-so-Jewish father-in-law, Yitro. We all know Yitro was a decent man, was very insistent that when Moshe helped his daughters at the well, that they call him in for dinner, that they repay him properly. But ultimately, if we want to be totally honest, Yitro was not a Jew. And it's very perplexing why Yitro would be the prerequisite to reading about the events that are totally, particularly Jewish, the events at Sinai and the giving of the Torah to the Jewish people. Therefore, it's fascinating to ask, but more fascinating to explore, why is it that we read about Yitro and the fact that he came to visit his son-in-law and offered him some advice as well? He said, Moshe, you can't do it alone. You've got to delegate authority. Therefore, start delegating to a select individuals that you trust, so ultimately they'll be able to take care of the small issues, and you, of course, will overlook it all and take care of the bigger and more substantial problems. Ultimately, what does this have to do with the Torah being given? What does this have to do with our particularly Jewish lifestyle in any way? I'd like to suggest something that I believe is crucial for us as believing Jews, to understand, but more importantly, to build and to internalize. Look, the Torah is not something that's supposed to be just for a few select individuals. We all know that God gave the Torah to the Jewish people, and we're obligated to learn Torah every day. Whatever that might mean, whatever the scope of that mitzvah is, there's no question that, A, we're all obligated to fulfill it equally, Men have their obligations, women have their obligations, but there's no difference between clergy, simple, or rich Jews. Everybody is equal. And number two, we have an obligation to learn the Torah. We may think that that responsibility to ensure the fulfillment, to ensure its learning, is absolutely up to the rabbis and educators. The mechanchim, the rabbanim, the great leaders of the Jewish people that call themselves the rabbis, the religious leaders, They're the ones that are supposed to take on this mantle to the next generation and disseminate it and ensure that it's fulfilled properly. What the Torah is doing in this Parsha, by putting the whole episode of Yitro's idea to Moshe right before the revelation at Sinai, is basically to teach us something very fundamental. If there's any future to the Torah is only when the responsibility of it will rest upon the clergy as equal as it rests upon every 
single other Jew. Ultimately, the only way the Torah is going to succeed after this great experience at Sinai is if Moshe delegates authority. And every single last Jew feels a responsibility for the Torah to prevail and to succeed and to be passed on to the next generation. And therefore, very, very appropriately, the Torah puts this episode right before the revelation at Sinai. In order for the revelation at Sinai to continue, we need Moshe, we need Aaron, we need the great clergy of the Jewish people. But we also need wonderful people that are not rabbis. As Yitro points out very clearly, they have to be honest, don't take bribes. And these are the ones that are going to continue the mantle into the next generation. Very interestingly, years later, when Moshe reiterates the Torah in the book of Devarim, he chooses to begin his speech with this very episode. He says, The famous passage that we read in the Nigun of Eicha, then he goes on to say, Give me a few others and they'll help me do it. The only way the Torah could prevail, the only way the book of Devarim will be, continue to be our legacy, is if each and every Jew feels the equal responsibility that the clergy does. Kultus.